Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Love Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to our program, Free on the Inside Ministry. of your ministry host, Minister Joel Lewis. And yes, you're at the right location. I've been waiting on you. Again, good morning here. Oh, oh, oh. God has been so good to me. We're going to go before God this morning in worship, man. I just thought about uh, having some music and just listen to how good. And think about how good God been. Think about how good God been. And so today, 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 we're going to play some uh, some short arc, uh, uh program from our archives uh, uh, section, and also we're going to listen to some uh, uh, Christian jazz and just reflect on how good God been this Saturday morning. I pray that you've been, uh, you had a great week. Uh, grab your cup of coffee, get your favorite pastry, or whatever you want to do. You want to exercise a little bit, you know, get that, uh, dust off that exercise equipment and work out a little bit and just see what God has for you today. You know, I was studying up my word of God. It was just saying that uh, being able to complete the task that God has for you. Oh, that's awesome, man. Do you know that God got plans for you? Do you know God got some things that only you can do to show his work is is great and mighty in you? And I got to thinking about that. You know, I don't know what you've been up to, but God knows. And I don't know the things that he has in store for me, but God knows. But I want to be able to accomplish the task that he has for me. I even want to be able to start the task. Sometimes, you know, it's a big deal just to start something. Again, uh, uh, welcome to the program. We pray that you've been uh, blessed this week. That you enjoy this uh, portion of our program. Uh, the call-in number is 310-982-4126. And uh, the phone lines are open, so you can just call in and voice your opinion. Now, let's just listen to the program. Kick back and relax. Um, We've been doing this for a number of years, and we want to thank you for supporting what we've been doing. You know, this is about half a stance. It's only through the grace and the mercy of our Lord and Savior that allows us to do what we do. And I know that you can say the same thing to yourself. But whatever you do, do this do this morning. Don't do anything without God being involved. I hope you enjoy what we're doing this morning and for all the past shows that we have made to put together. We're looking forward to having a live guest. Uh, on again, and I missed that connection and that and that and that line of conversation. But you know, uh, these are challenging times. And you know what? God sometimes wants to broaden our uh, our horizon. He wants to broaden our influence. He wants to do some things that pushes us. And, you know, I'm still doing ministry. We still go down to the uh, to the local shelter that we talk to a group of men down there, and we still encourage men that and we meet on a day to day basis, and some women. And so things hadn't really changed, but sometimes we feel like that we can always do more. But just think about it. Maybe you're doing exactly what God wants you to do. Sometimes we're always looking for another another inroad, another opportunity. And those things are great, but maybe God said, hey, I got this. You just follow my lead. You know, it's kind of like when we uh, when first start, when we learn how to dance. And I remember my dad was teaching me how to dance, and my mama taught me how to dance. And they said, hey, just follow my lead, you know. I want to just follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. What about you? Think about it. As you get, get you a cup of coffee. Get on that uh, an exercise, a piece of exercise equipment. It work out. It's just some good Christian music and reflect on how good God been to you. 
I, I, you know, I shared with some men the other day. I was talking about the uh, the things that was going on. I said it's a bad situation with the with the virus and the unemployment and the social injustice and whatever it go and all other things that goes along with that. But also, it's a good opportunity for us to see God hand at work. Look how many people are. Of uh, uh, being uh, furnished food, we see little mobile food pantries all over the country, all over the city. Think about the extra money we've been getting for the government and giving us uh, uh, the uh, uh, the rebate checks and things of that nature. A bad bad situation, but a beautiful opportunity for you to show God's hand at work in, in your life. And as you think about how good God being, I want you to give us a call to share that there with us. When you have an opportunity, that caller number is 310-982-4126. You two can call in and voice your opinion and tell us how good God be. Also, give us some uh, give us some comments regarding some of the past shows that we've done. And if you've been listening to it for any length of time, you are familiar with some of the shows that we have been doing. And so please, please, please make your make that available and pick it up again and just start jamming on that. Uh, you know, start uh, just start saying, hey, man, I, I appreciate what you've been doing. on the front inside ministry of ministry and to inform you encourage you and challenge you and be all you could be we listen to some christian music this morning we want to start today off praising and lift the name of our lord and savior jesus christ and also sit back and just thank god for what he's been doing in this day and time i got to thinking about it a bad situation but we're in a beautiful location because god got us right where he want us kick back enjoy and give god all the glory
That don't get you moving, get you getting up doing something. I don't know. This, I like what the lyrics say of this song. It says, "And keep on moving until I reach my highest ground." I don't know what the outcome's gonna be, but I'm gonna keep on striving. I encourage you to keep on keeping on. The call-in number of this particular program is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. I see we have several people that calling in, and the line is steady getting filled up. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I got to thinking about it. We're coming up on Palms of Sunday. We're talking about Palms Sunday. And the scriptures in the book of Boy, the 11th chapter there, you can get, you know, pick up your Bible if you get a chance, but we're just talking right now. This took some good music. I'm just talking to friends. But it was saying that Jesus was at a place called Bethel, which was a few miles away from Jerusalem. He knew where he was going to Jerusalem for the Passover, but he knew where he come from for the Father, and he knew that he was going to go back to him. And Jesus sent two disciples over to a place called Bethel to pick up a coat, and they said that coat had never been ridden before, and that coat was tied down. And Jesus told his disciples, these little words, this, if anyone asks you, tell them that the Master have need of it. And I got to thinking, oh my God, Jesus knew that his time on this earth would come to an end. And he was so mindful that even uh, uh, that he wanted to do as much as he could while he can, as long as he could. And I got to thinking that as the disciples went into town, not knowing what they expect, but they went up on the word of God and, for, uh, and what God had told them to do. Sometimes it's like, we don't know what's going on, but as long as we be obedient to the word of God to the best of our ability, and he'll work these things out. They said it. When they got to this little village, they found the co- the coat tied up just the way the Lord had said, and they attempted to untie the coat. And some people say, "What's going on? What are you doing?" And he said, "Hey, the master have need of him," and, and they immediately uh, released the coat and let him go with the disciple. But think about this: that little coat was tied down right in the marketplace. Everything around him was moving. As normal, people were shopping, people was uh, going out to dinner, people were just enjoying life, but this coat was tied down. You know, sin have a way of tying us down. Put uh, 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 put yourself in this coat place. You know, this coat was tied down. Sin have a way of tying us down. We can only go so far and only do so much. Life around us is going on normal. But yeah, we can't do anything. Because of what our restrictions. How often have you been exed out of situations 
and places because of your attitude or your lifestyle, of, of, of the way you dress or the way you talk or your education. You just can't get in. You just can't get in the groove. People just won't accept you. But Jesus Christ came in the fullness of time that we can be saved from our sin and our shame. And He told His disciples to tell everyone around us, hey, "Loose this coat, for the Lord have need of it." Oh, aren't you glad? In spite of our shortcoming, our failure, in spite of our own self that God still came and did what he did for us. And we think about Palm Sunday. He sent a word to loose them, for I have need of them. Think about that for a minute. For what he does allowed me and you to be free. Free to make some mistakes, but also free to live through those mistakes. Free to go and free to stay. You've been set free on the inside but not the freedom to do what you want to do but do the stuff that that but having the freedom to do what christ jesus wants you to do being free to a, accomplish the task that he has for you that's what i call freedom right there the freedom to complete it to complete the work that he has assigned for you to do Regardless of what anybody else say, regardless of what it looks like, look, look like around you, you have that freedom to do the thing that God put to your hands to do. And again, I want to thank you for logging in to the program. Kick back and enjoy this music here. Grab you a cup of coffee and think about the freedom that God has for you as we approach this Palm Sunday, headed towards Resurrection Sunday. That's God is going to bring some dead things back into existence in your life. Those missed opportunities. Those finances that have been wasted. God is a restorer. But you got to do your part. You got to get in the game. You got to let God work things out in your life. Okay? God bless you. God bless you. Kick back. Kick back. Kick back. Be back with you shortly.
ministry and we're gonna go ahead and play an archive section from dr diana she's going to give us some insight on her ministry we recorded this uh, about a year ago and so we pray that you enjoy it kick back relax and be back with you uh after a short um presentation of our speaker and you're putting together a program down here to help uh empower men and women of god to uh so they, uh, to meet their fully potential. So tell us about your upcoming event here and some other things that you're uh, that you're doing. Okay, so uh, Kingdom Empowerment Inc. of course is established to be uh, with programs that empower and equip individuals to be successful in life. And uh, so we our Break Every Chain Empowerment Conferences or events are focused on exploring the focus forces that bind and inhibit individuals' abilities to pursue and accomplish their God-given purpose. So uh, in our programs, we focus on um, various workshops, seminars, conferences, and virtual webinars that will help people to move forward successfully in life. Oh, that, that is so true. And, you know, that's the key to it. You know, we want people to move successfully in life. We want them to be empowered, not only to be saved, uh, by the grace and the mercy of our Lord and Savior, but also to be able to follow their God-given talents, you know, because they're very gifted and talented, and we want people to realize those things. I'm looking at one of your, uh, your website right now that says the Kingdom Empowerment Inc. here, where, uh, where you're showing some of your things that you're involved in. And tell us about this breaking every chain, because sometimes people just don't understand that what a stronghold is. So talk, let's talk about that for a moment. Right. Okay, so as you said, first of all, one of the main things is to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Um, yes, true enough, but also to uh, the Lord wanted us to be fruitful and multiply in every aspect of our lives. So whether that's in mind, our spirit, our body, our soul, uh, the Lord wants us to be uh, formed and renewed, and He wants us to walk in what He has given us to walk in, walk with. So we um, we need to take an action, and so break every chain empowerment conferences are geared toward motivating, encouraging, and again enabling individuals to be able to uh, move forward with action in their goals in their lives. Uh, that or the purpose that the Lord has given them. And a lot of times people uh, don't know what that purpose is. So um, we focus on areas of breaking the code on leadership, on vision, uh, goals, establishing quality goals in our life that's going to lead us toward our purpose. Uh, We focus on eliminating obstacles, uh, limitations, hindrances that prevent us from moving forward. We talk about uh, breaking cycles of self-sabotaging habits and uh, addictions and things that uh, hinder the body of Christ from moving forward. We talk about uh, breaking the code on our finances uh, from a kingdom of God perspective uh, with kingdom principles, kingdom concepts, kingdom methodology instead of uh, the way that the typical world system defines it. We talk about uh, forgiveness, the importance of forgiveness and how uh, it helps us to be able to, again, move forward and to be able to take action on things in our lives and not holding uh, those burdens, holding things inside of us that uh, keep us from moving forward. So we also talk about how to get revelation from God, that revelation, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that we need to be uh, for advanced in the world system with, uh, you know, moving forward from the kingdom perspective in everything that we do and how to keep that glory of God with us to where we, we're we not bouncing and going backwards and forwards and wallowing. Uh, one day our mind is on um, God, the next day our mind is on something that is in the world that's not fruitful, that doesn't multiply the kingdom of God. So we talk about uh, prayer, warfare prayer, 
Uh, we talk about breaking demonic cycles in our lives. Um, we talk about why it's important to consecrate, uh, to seek that sanctification in God, because Jesus said himself, uh, he sanctified himself that we might know him. So it's important for us to uh, uh from time to time, consecrate and go back and have that uh, defined, intimate relationship with God and be renewed and refreshed in him. So we'll also be having panel discussions with uh, and uh, leaders of the community, and not only of the community, but we have people coming from other parts of not only uh, the United States, but other parts of the world that would be coming to speak and so in um, to people from a global perspective of what is going on in, in the Christendom and helping people to achieve, again, their goals and maximize their potential in it. Amen, amen. You know what? You said some things there that resonated in my mind as you were speaking there. And I, cause I do mentoring, and, 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 and you said that breaking the cycle of self, uh, or, or what you refer to as self, uh, 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 let me put it this way, uh, uh, self-destruction or something, a uh, self-denial. You know, yeah, sabotaging. There you go, yeah. A self sabotage Oh, and I, I encounter men and women that seem to be successful, and then they'll do something to disrupt that. And I said, man, why you do this? Lady, why you do this? And and that's something that I I thought about it, but I'm glad to hear you speak on those things. Give us some things how people self-sabotage their potential. Because some people take oh. it for granted. Oh, I just made a mistake. No, you didn't. You sabotage your, 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 uh, uh, your future. Mm. Well, and, and you know, there's, there's going to be points of failure in our life. We could be moving forward and then uh, we face certain patterns and, and designs before us. And we sometimes we'll go back to the old ways or the old nature to, to get past it and, uh, or historically what we've been taught or what we are subject to in our environment or our upbringing. Sometimes we'll revert back to that old way to solve things in our future where we we, we have to look at it from a different perspective. So it could be our uh, addictions. It could be habits. It could be our uh, spiritual mannerisms and ways that we, we just grew up with. Uh, take, for instance, when the Egyptians, um, uh, when the Israelites went into Egypt, you know, one of the things that they did, they never, they didn't stop and think it out very well because they had goals, the gold that the Lord had given them. And they began to take that gold and trade it in for wooden beetle nickels so that they could exist in a system that was not even uh, mandated for them, yes. was not in the order of God. So a lot of times uh, we, we uh, can uh, revert back to an old nature, an old nature. God had taken them out of Egypt and by voices, the car, the Voices of Korah was like, let's return back, you know. And so we could hear certain things that will take us back to an old nature. We can um, begin to uh, become fearful and return to an old nature. Uh, or we can have a familiarity um, come into connection with something that we're familiar with and return to that old nature. Uh, whereas when we are in the kingdom of God, before we move, we should be seeking the Lord for revelation knowledge or for revelation before we uh, take any step backwards or forwards, and that way we can move forward successfully. Well, a lot of times we return back to self-sabotaging habits when we face limitations, hindrances, and we become weary at times so we want to return back old nature and it, it becomes a vicious cycle so for something someone who have been uh, maybe uh, started out because of historical momentum uh, based on the way that they were brought up their value system is to go and borrow money uh, to come out of a, a, a cycle well they return to that old habit instead of saying Lord how how do you want me to move forward? How, uh, Lord, make the provisions, uh, start crying up on the Lord, we will revert back out of fear to that old nature, and we're back in the same bondage that we were trying to come out of. 
And when I'm saying death, okay, a vicious sabotaging cycle, self-sabotaging cycle that we can put ourselves into where we don't really have to because the Lord will provide. He can open up doors and ways to help us establish ourselves to where we don't, we're not sub, uh, or you And that is so true. Yeah, and that is so true. And, I, you know, and as you were saying that, I was just thinking about how often have we, and that's also a fear factor that's involved in that. We are, mm-hmm. we are fearful of the unknown. We are fearful of things that uh, uh, that may cause us to be successful, and we don't know if we can even maintain or manage that and measure of success. Now, your, in your yeah. breakthrough conference, you addresses those things there. Yeah, we're gonna, we will. Be, I love that. Yes, yes, we will be addressing uh, those areas because it's a very big pain point for the body of Christ. Those self-sabotaging habits, and we we are trying to put out fires uh, constantly. Uh, the leaders are in the body of Christ, and we shouldn't be there. We should be more proactive and. We should have that, uh, be seeking that kingdom revelation and vision to move far out because the world system has advanced 25 years, uh, moving 25 years at a time. And the innovation is increasing, whereas the body of Christ is only move forward, moving forward five years at a time. We shouldn't be there. We should be much further advanced in the world system. And the world system... Uh, can be restructured with a kingdom system. We can uh, dismantle the world system and implement a kingdom system that will override it. But because we are spending more time putting fires out, it's kind of like the way we see right now, um, everywhere that in the world system right now, there's a fire, ISIS fire here, ISIS fire there. So uh, they're finding it difficult to put the fires out, whereas we see that happening in the body of Christ, a fire over here, a fire over there. Well, if we begin to think farther out in advance, getting that revelatory knowledge from uh, our our Abba Father and begin to uh, uh, develop solutions based on what the Lord has given us, far out in advance, 25 years out in advance, instead of uh, looking at it one year at a time or one month at a time or six months at a time, then we, we can begin to restructure the body of Christ and bring it up in such a way that the devil will find it difficult to infiltrate it because we're relying on the wisdom of God, the understanding of God, amen, the knowledge of amen. God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that is so true. I'm sitting up here now looking at some of your your site. I just got a text message. They said uh, someone wants wants to hear more about your web seminar. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. And how okay. could they uh, uh, link onto that? And what's the benefit of uh, that web seminar? You touched bases on that a while ago. Okay, great, great. So break every chain empowerment. Uh, Events you can find them on our website at Break Every Chain Empowerment Events dot dot com. We also have it on our Kingdom Empowerment Inc dot com. We post our events there as well. Now um, our web seminars, uh, for instance, we had one um, recently uh, just last week, Breaking Chains on Addiction, and. Um, so we had a guest speaker uh, by the name of Reverend Dr. Kevin Coughlin, in which we hope to have him come back soon um, to talk about how, you know, talk about things in those areas because, again, we try to focus on pain points uh, that the body of Christ is experiencing right now when we uh, have the webinars. So they're also posted on Eventbrite. We post them on Eventbrite, and we do – Ask people to register, and the reason why is, uh, there's so many, so much uh, available that we have allotted that we know that if someone is registered, they have received the information needed to access the virtual event that we have, so that they can gain the knowledge and the experience that they're looking for. 
in order to uh, help others or help. So we do have uh, webinars, uh, virtual events uh, on a regular basis, and um, then we also have the lo ones locally in, in various communities. Okay, great, great. And um, uh, we'll get back to that before we let you go. You give us more information. We have our co-host on the line here now, Brother Richard Daniel, like to say hello to you. And uh, and then we'll listen to uh, Dr. Gandhi. She's uh, uh, putting together a program in, in uh, Breaking Every Chain Empowerment Conference that's coming up here in the great city of Irving, Texas. We're looking forward to you uh, signing up and registering for that uh, that event. And we have more information on our website, uh, Facebook page, and also you can also go to her site and get more information on that. And at this time, we have Brother Daniel. Good morning to you. Good morning, Reverend Lewis. How are you doing today? Great. We have Dr. Donna. She's on the line right now. She's here with some great information. And so uh, I know you said you had a, a, something you would like to just say to her, just want to listen or whatever it may be. Okay. I'd like, uh, I like to ask a couple of questions. Uh, basically, you've been talking about a lot about the you know, empowerment issues and, and something, but uh, right now I'd like to know a little bit about you. Uh, uh, Sometimes uh, it's, it's good to know something about a person at uh, the beginning, uh, some of the uh, struggles they had in order to establish, establish themselves. And uh, can you kind of go off into some of the, the pitfalls and the, the good and the bad in, uh, okay. in organizing your program? In organizing the program? Or Are you starting uh, developing it? Okay. All right. Very good. That's a very good point. So, Thank you, uh, In around 2008, because I, I lived in uh, Texas as well. Um, I started out in urban Texas, but I, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma. And um, I was in corporate America, and I was m making in the six digits. Um, but the Lord had a calling, and he was tugging on my heart. So I took a trip to Ghana, West Africa, and I have been doing that since 2003, going backwards and forth to Ghana, West Africa. And um, so when I was there, I noticed uh, the last time, I well, the, not the last time I went, but I noticed that uh, there was, a cycle of impoverty, and I noticed that the kids were, like, out on the streets and they were working um, for survival, and um, the women were being married off at a young age, at the age of 12 years old, and so a lot of times when you see causes or needs, the Lord will put a burning desire on your heart to bring change and transformation in those areas. So I stayed over there approximately a year, and it was a very humbling um, experience in that, uh, you know, here we have our vehicles we can move about. And I, caught, I could have lived that life over there, but um, I thank God for putting me in an area where uh, I could learn the eco system, that, that ecosystem that existed. And I walked uh, just like other people did. I rode uh, what's called totros just like everyone did. Uh, totros mm -hmm. is a, a van that you get from spot to spot. I uh, cooked. Yeah, I even cooked like they did uh, on coal and coal pots. Uh, I even pounded uh, fufu, which is one of the local uh, dishes. I did a lot of things normally as they would. I even washed my clothes by hand. <laughs> went back, went back to my old uh, days of how you know you use the rub board and and scrub the clothes. <laughs> so yeah, it, it yeah. was a humbling uh, experience. But one of the things that, like I said, the Lord put a burning desire in my heart. I, and so I started out with women, um, you know, having women's empowerment seminars where we brought people in. They talked about marriage. We talked about empowering uh, 
how to establish businesses, and we, of course, we share the word of God uh, is a key element. And a lot of people uh, at the church that we had it at, they're still there today. They came in from uh, places that they were not uh, having a relationship with God. So we were not, and, and we had Muslims uh, that showed up. So it, it was a very empowering, empowering event. Um, people that had problems in their businesses, uh, they called me later and they, they thanked me in many ways, you know, while I was in the United States. So the area that I went into was called the Zongo. And in the Zongo, it's a predominantly Muslim area. I met with a group of young ladies there, and I was so thankful that the chief, who was also Muslim, allowed me to come in and speak to them. And I was able to meet with some of the schools in the area to see what were some of the issues they were having. So when we had the women's empowerment event, a lot again, it changed a lot of people's lives. But one of the things I noticed is that there were more men also, too, that showed up than women. And uh, when I came back to America, I realized that we were having some of the same issues here, the trafficking uh, the uh, lack of jobs, lack of enablement, lack of empowerment, um, you know, being able to uh, stay focused in the kingdom of God and the things of God because uh, people having to go off into environments that you can't even say Jesus Christ. Um, so in doing that, I continued with the empowerment events here in um, New York and um, started having the virtual and webinar virtual events um, so that uh, people globally could have access to them. We also started the media, radio and uh, digital TV uh, along the way. And in order for us to keep it going, we were selling jewelry. Um, So that was helping us in a lot of ways, keeping us afloat. And um, we have you know, some people to sew off into the, the, you know, to keep it going as well. So we thank God for that. And uh, that's where it originally uh, started from, is trying to help people to be successful, um, trying to help people, uh, churches also to, to um, uh, go back to the original roots of our Lord and Savior, um, to increase the kingdom of God. Uh, to overshadow darkness, um, where we basically started and, and uh, originated from. Um, where, where we are now, um, we're continuing the process, continuing to build up more and to uh, increase the, the mantle uh, that the Lord has given us, the mandate uh, that the Lord has given us. I hope I answered your question. Amen. Okay. Uh, here's another one I want to ask you. Uh, I stay out here in Irving myself, mm-hmm. and um, basically, uh, like Irving's like a melting pot mm-hmm. of many, 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 many uh, ethnic uh, races. And uh, wonderful. Uh, the main part when I first moved to the city, it had a Kind of like an innocence about it, you know. Uh, uh, it was clean everywhere, and they didn't have paper on the street. The people basically, you know, they looked at you and they spoke to you. But based in uh, in the last eight years, been here about ten years, uh, they uh, they allowed a lot of different. Uh, Things are coming in like that. They started selling beer and liquor and stuff over, and basically the the, the whole city concept basically is like it just started just to erode. You know, just in the city council uh, people, they uh, basically they act like they don't really care about people over here no more. So basically, I'm I'm over here, mm-hmm. but you know, me and my family were thinking about moving back to Dallas. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem over in Dallas is that we have uh, blacks and mostly whites, most little whites. It's not many, many. 
We have mm-hmm. men and women. Basically, they have nowhere to stay. Mm-hmm. They don't have a direction and where they want to go. Basically, no mm-hmm. one wants to give them a chance. Uh, there seems to be no housing for them because basically they're living on bridges everywhere, everywhere around here, around in the mm-hmm. Dallas area. And basically, I haven't basically seen no one basically got to them and tell them that basically you can be somebody. Number one, you have to to believe in yourself and teach you that to love yourself first before you love anything else. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so what happens, and I'm believing this, that you know, uh, me and Reverend Lewis, we got this little deal around. We started, you know, getting to grow in a garden. We got these kids going gardens too with this uh, other uh, halfway house that he, he ministers to. And basically what I'm saying now, if you teach a man a trade, Teach a man how to do something with his life instead of just running around in a circle. Basically, he can basically he can grow and 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 be somebody. Because what I'm saying now, one day even the food that we got in the store, we're not gonna have access to no more because it's so poor and all your food source. It takes the life out of everything. You basically you can test this. If you go to the store and eat something sometime like in three more minutes, it seems like you haven't eaten nothing at all. Mm. And you still and you're still hungry. You know, that's mm. great. I put that's it like a great this comment is. there, brother Daniel. I tell you what, let's let the doctor go ahead and answer that there because our time is winding down. But I like that line of uh course in though, brother Daniel. And so we'll let the doctor go ahead and, and chime in on that because we don't want her uh, time is about to come to an end. Doc, this has been a great interview. Oh, I love this here. I love you being a guest on the program here and about your empowerment conference that's coming up here. You have laid the foundation uh, about the conference that's coming up. Brother Daniel hit some points on that about empowering men and women to be successful in this side. And that's what your ministry is about. That's what your program is all about. And Amen. so uh, Brother Daniel was talking about that, about how important it is for us to take ownership. I think, man, you talked about that earlier, uh, how sometimes as we look around, we see things don't seem right, but what have we been called to do to interact in those situations? So let's talk about that for a minute because that's what your, that's what your, your ministry is all about and your programs. It's, about, it's getting people back engaged in society, in Hallelujah. their community, in their families. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I, I'm glad you pointed that out. Now, we're going to have some key speakers there, um, Susie Jennings, you may have heard of her, Operations Care International, which is in um, Dallas, Texas, will be there, and she uh, is geared in that area um, as far as helping people to uh, be reestablished back in society. They provide housing, shelter, and many other things in the environment, and then we'll also have Pastor uh, Karen Dudley. Dallas International Street Church, in which she go under those bridges actually and feed people and bring them out. And there are, there's testimonies upon testimonies of both of those organizations where people have been transformed, renewed in the mind. And this is where it starts: is the shifting the kingdom, shifting the mindset kingdom. A lot of those people that are under there, you'll find. They have faced traumatic events, and they have uh, so they're 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 going to experience uh, some those onsets of self sabotaging habits, um, and and returning to familiar environment. So the way that you have to do is restruct by restructuring that is shifting the mindset. Uh, that's where even in the body of Christ, those that are in church that are in um, in the uh, kingdom. They are still struggling themselves with returning to old familiar habits. And one of the things is uh, adapting the mindset of Christ, renewing the mindset, transforming the mindset. And, and this is where we focus at and, and gear, we're so geared up at um, in that area because uh, we find that this is the, this is the issue. Because you can you can put, feed a person, you can clothe them, you can put them in a shelter, but you'll find that they will return back to what they are familiar with because the mind hasn't been renewed, the mind hasn't been transformed. Um, they haven't begun to understand a, a kingdom mindset, things like this, 
as compared to a world system, things like this. And so um, you see, but in when Abraham, when Abraham grasped onto the message that the Lord was giving him, and you know, he began to shift, he began to take action, he began to move into a direction. Um, and, and as the Lord revisited him, he began to move. He began to take action. But see, he had, he had the revelation knowledge of God. Now, when we look at Gideon, on the other hand, Gideon had adapted to the Midianite ways because of his generation after generation, the, the teachings of his fathers and 